Chef Rudy, Sacramento native, and I'm chef owner of the Mumpy's Food Truck. And the, our Dirty Bird Sandwich, we make our own hot sauce for it, buttermilk marinate it, our own spice blend for it, and we, we make a uh, buttermilk-based coleslaw dressing for it. So it's just, just a good, classic fried chicken sandwich. Nice. What kind of bread are you using? Right now, we're using a brioche bun. Brioche bun? Yeah. I'm the executive chef of Pangea Beer Cafe. Generally at Pangea, we always have a fried chicken sandwich, but this one I kind of did a tweak. I didn't want to go with the traditional Nashville hot or buffalo chicken. So I'm doing a Szechuan sauce style fried chicken sandwich. Just a little bit of back of some stuff I've done in the past. And uh, we're doing it with like a miso aioli, some pickled daikon radishes, a nice light rice wine vinegar slaw to bottom it out. And just a nice, real crisp, hot, clean Szechuan fried chicken sandwich. Mm. What kind of bread? Uh, brioche bun. You got you to gotta go with the brioche on a fried sure. chicken. Yeah. It's just that perfect <laughs> butteriness. <laughs> to the Dine One Six, a food podcast about Sacramento, where we talk to anyone working in the food industry in and around our city. Our goal is to take you behind the scenes and introduce you to the people who are making your favorite dining experiences happen. It's good to be back, Neil. We've been on a little bit of a forced hiatus between school responsibilities and me getting COVID, so glad to be back to finally finish this episode about hot chicken. Yeah, it's been a bit of a break, but it'll be fun to be back too. I think we've got a little bit refreshed and ready to go again. So this podcast is going to be a little bit different than what the ones we've put out before. Misty Alifrangi of Beers and Sack gave us an awesome opportunity to go live do a podcast from the first ever Sack Hot Chicken Battle in the middle of June. We obviously wanted to do this because it was an opportunity for us to kind of expand what we're doing and play around with some new concepts we had bouncing around in our head and just a great overall learning experience for us. So in this podcast, we're going to introduce you to all of the competitors who competed at the Sack Hot Chicken Battle. We'll get some reactions from guests, what Max and I kind of thought about the sandwiches, and we'll be able to give you an opportunity to hear the entire event that happened in Southside Park that wonderful afternoon. Yeah, it was a really fun event. We talked to every single chef about their sandwich before the event happened. You'll hear we talked to some people at the event. You'll hear sort of the live results. And we even talked to one of the judges as well. But we wanted to start with an interview with Misty just about how the event went for her. This was a huge undertaking that she and her team put on. So we wanted to start the podcast by getting some reaction from Misty about how the event was for her and how it all got started. long had you been working on putting this event together? I started talking with a Lorenzo from Sack Food and Booze probably, I want to say maybe February. So not long when you, when you think of an event. I mean, typically an event like that, you'll want to start producing eh, maybe like December. So yeah, we, we pulled it together. It was kind of a like-mindedness moment. Lorenzo brought it up and we're like, let's do it. Awesome. Now, what is, you said it was Beers and Sack. What is that? So Beers and Sack uh, is an organization that focuses on community events and supporting our local craft beer scene. So we've, uh, we've shifted focus a little bit. I became co-owner in January. Ted is the founder, who is my partner, Ted Rosalski. He founded Beers and Sack in 2016. It initially started as an app and uh, was really to help local breweries at the time didn't have ways to connect with the community as much. So really like took off. There was a whole beer rental side for trailers as well as for jockey boxes. So we still refer that business out. That's still a part of our business, but we're not in the day to day. We've shifted focus, rebranding since January and really focusing on uh, the community event side and partnering uh, a little closer with the breweries. 
That's awesome. I love that. Uh, what was your overall goal for this event? Really to bring something, well, having had COVID, right, we all were all excited to be back out. So one, bringing the community together. Two, raising awareness, finding a fun way to raise awareness and raise money for our nonprofit, which is City of Refuge Sacramento. So those two elements combined with, hey, what's something that we haven't done in Sacramento that we see a big passion for, which obviously there's a, there's a ton of fried chicken and hot chicken. So yeah, just really uh, a way to bring the community together in a way that hasn't been done to promote an incredible cause. City of Refuge uh, is a local nonprofit based in Oak Park in Sacramento, and they work daily with at-risk youth, young adults. They have a housing program for uh, victims of human trafficking. And a lot of what they do isn't glamorous. They're in the trenches day-to-day -day with gang violence, uh, all kinds of abuse, domestic violence, folks that are homeless, uh, men uh, getting out of uh, prison that really have no place to go. They don't want to, you know, get back into the life that they lived before. So a lot of, uh, a lot of partnerships within City of Refuge uh, come from organizations that are, that are already existing in Sacramento. So they have a ton of partnerships and support for uh, therapy, for healthcare, uh, just helping folks really reshape their lives and give them that, that second chance. That's awesome. Yeah, they I'm do. Definitely they definitely use that sound bite. I love that. <laughs> they do incredible work. Uh, did you get to try any of the sandwiches the other I night? I tried all of them. I was one of the judges. Tried so all of them. Oh, so I had okay. to. So give me, <laughs> give me your top three then. Oh, gosh. Well, actually. Off um, the top of your head. Yeah. So really what we found was interesting. The things that I voted were really in line with the, the other judges as well as the people's. Just different order. So my, my, top, my top was Bach. Um, and I chose that because... To me, there was a great balance, right? Like they, they kind of brought the heat as well as like their own flair to it. The whole combination, the bun, the flavoring. For me, everything was really, really balanced. Um, represented hot chicken, but in their, their own unique way. Uh, second for me was Hawks. I thought Hawks was uh, a great representation of a classic chicken sandwich. I didn't give them first because I didn't feel like it had enough heat on there. Um, but Box might have, I'm sorry, not Box, Hawks <laughs> was, uh, as far as like the chicken goes itself and the way that it was prepared and all of that to me, that it was incredible. And then I have to say third was Skips for me. I was really blown, blown away and taken aback at just their whole delivery, that whole process. And it was one of the last ones that I tried. I was like, oh my gosh, I've taken all my notes and I hadn't had them yet. So we ran over and uh, yeah, I was really, really impressed by, by how they showed up. That's awesome. Uh, now, so what is on the horizon for you and Beers and Sack? Is there anything coming up we should be excited about? Yeah, we've got our, our next big event will take place on Saturday, October 1st. It's the Natomas Oktoberfest. It'll be the first Oktoberfest of its size in Sacramento. This will be a really large scale event. We're having it out in Natomas. We'll have anywhere between 3,500 and 4,000 people, 60 plus breweries. We're gonna have a lot of fun with the food, of course. We've gotta have representation there of you know, all of our sausages and roasted chicken. We're gonna do a, a costume contest as well. And we've got a band. Evidently, there's, a, there's some well-known bands out there, polka bands that I was not aware of, <laughs> that we've been able to secure. So we have the Gruber Family Band that will be out in full fashion for this event. Are you gonna be out leading the way in the polka dance? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I don't even know if I could recognize polka music, to be honest. Oh yes, you would. You would for sure. Did... Yeah, I'll, I'll send you some. You can start now. There we go, I'll get my steps down. <laughs> Rashid Amadou, um, chef owner of Niger Boy Tacos. Yeah, we're gonna open soon. <laughs> and it's in Mansion Flats. It's completely outside. So during research on like what I wanted to put on the menu, I was like, I've done a bunch of iterations of a fried chicken sandwich or just fried chicken in general at a place that I've worked at. And I was like, okay, I kind of want to do the same thing for this. So I was like, okay, we're gonna do a melanesa where it's like chicken breast, cutlet, pounded out. Every culture kind of has it. And then I was kind of looking at regions 
that are kind of popular with street food, Oaxaca, Puebla, Mexico City. I ended up finding a sandwich that's a torta. It specifically has milanesa in between the bread. So I was like, this is perfect. So it's called a cimetas and it's um, literally a fried chicken torta. So mm -hmm. we're doing that, but then the influence of Nigeria comes in from the spice that goes on it. So on the streets of Lagos, you can get uh, stuff called suya, beef suya or chicken suya. And suya is specifically the spice that goes on the, the protein. And it's like a peanut and ground chili forward spice blend that's like pretty hot. Um, I was doing some training today and I was explaining to some of the staff like, I'd say on a scale of one to 10, it's about an eight, but it's um, like dry and really peppery. So it's pretty pungent. So this sandwich will be um, a sesame seed bun. It'll have avocado, um, a cilantro salad on that, whipped beans that we call ewariro. That'll be on that as well. Queso Oaxaca. It'll have the piece of fried chicken, um, chicken milanesa. Once it comes out of the fryer, we'll dunk it in a like chili oil, concoction that is mainly uh, the suya spice. Once that comes out, put it on the sandwich, dust it with more of the suya spice, and then it gets queso Oaxaca, I said, and then a roasted tomato um, aioli on top of that, and we're off to the races. chef over at Alara Brewing. It's a hot chicken sandwich, so just do a deep fried chicken. We dip it in a hot oil. It's got some fresh peppers and dried chilies in there also. And then we do lettuce, tomato, pickle. I guess the unique part is we'd use our onion dip kind of as a sauce spread on there. Kind of helps cut the heat a little and adds a little sweetness to it. Nice, how hot is your sandwich gonna be? Scale of one to 10. I think that depends on the person. Um, I think probably like, six to eight, somewhere in there. I don't think it's too hot. Um, still, still edible. Don't want to hurt people too much. What kind of peppers are you using? You mentioned those. The fresh ones, we're using um, Thais, jalapenos, and habaneros, and then do a little bit of cayenne, paprika, and some Calabrian chili powder in there also. Love me some Calabrian chili. Uh, what, what kind of bun are you using? Just our same bun as we use at the restaurant. We got them in from Acme, a little normal burger bun, little sliders. The creativity at this event was astounding. As you just heard from Niger Boy, we had a Nigerian influence on a Milanese style hot chicken sandwich. And then Alaro did the very traditional hot chicken on the brioche bun with a little bit of pickle and everything. And I really appreciate how everyone kind of brought their own styles to each of the chicken sandwiches. Misty was also very smart in her approach on not only setting this event up, but she also made herself a judge as well. So she got to try all these fantastic sandwiches. And I just want to thank Misty for all the awesome things she's doing for Sacramento right now. Because I'll tell you what, the way she described Oktoberfest, I am really excited for that to come. Max, are you? Oh, yeah, that's going to be incredible. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. I don't even drink beer, but I'm still excited for the food and the polka music and just the scene. Because that's what the hot chicken battle was all about. You know, we remarked in that interview with Misty that this really felt like a return for Sacramento for outdoor events and for sort of the food scene. And I mean, just to paint a picture for anyone who was not there, it was a beautiful day. You had 12 competitors. You had 12 stations set up. Everybody was out there. You got unlimited small beer pours and cider, and there were free treats out there. And then you got a little quarter of a hot chicken sandwich everywhere you stopped. And you had all these different styles and flavors and it was just really, really fun. Everyone at that event, we were remarking while we were there at the table in between, and we were talking to people who came. There wasn't a complaint to be found. And, you know, behind the scenes, there were a few problems as far as not all the fryers got delivered and some of the vendors were scrambling. But, I mean, I stood in line for a while for some of the hot chicken sandwiches, and it was just nothing but, but praise and laughter and people having a great time out there. It was really, really rad. Misty did an absolutely outstanding job holding it all down. And I think most people had no idea there were any hiccups. I'm really proud of what she put out for us. 
Yeah, it was phenomenal. So let's hear a couple more breakdowns of sandwiches from some of the competitors, and then we'll get to some live sound from some of the guests we had on the podcast while we were live out at the Hot Chicken Battle. My name is Byron Neville Hughes III. I'm the executive chef of Tiger Bar and Restaurant. I'm also the co-founder and executive chef of Last Supper Society here in Sacramento, California. So our chicken sandwich is called the Hot Chicken Milanesa. It was inspired by a trip that me and my uh, business partners took down to Argentina a few years back. We got our eyes opened about the, the beauty of Milanesa and how, how wonderful it is. And then when it came down to writing our menu for Tiger, it was kind of a no-brainer that we wanted to have a, a hot chicken sandwich on the menu and I kind of distilled that little memory from Argentina and, and translated it through that hot chicken lens. So it's a chicken breast, which is not too typical for a, a hot chicken sandwich. Usually people use thighs. It's pounded out in the style of Milanesa, brined for 24 hours, and then breaded in the style of Milanesa. So breadcrumbs, panko breadcrumbs, a little bit of tomato powder and seasoning. And then it's fried normally. Uh, we don't put a ton of garnishes on our sandwich. And it's just really thinly sliced iceberg lettuce that we dress with pickle brine. And then some dill pickles that we make in-house. Nothing crazy about that at all. And then the sauce that we use on the bread is called BC sauce or black cat sauce. It's basically just a mix of mayo, ketchup, and chili oil. And then the dressing for the hot chicken sandwich or the dressing that we, the, the hot chicken fat is what we call it. And this, the base is made from actual chicken fat, clarified chicken fat. And then our spice blend is a mix of like Korean chili powder, smoked paprika, salt, MSG, and then red chili flakes. What kind of bun is it? Oh, uh, the, oh, and the bread. The bread is, uh, this is from Grateful Bread, which is one of our sister companies. And we use the great white Pullman loaf. So another little caveat there is that we, we put ours on toasted bread. And when we when we toast the bread, we toast it into this beautiful uh, smoked garlic butter that we mm. make in the main house as well. Ooh. I'm Jet Bonanno, and I work at Jet's in Midtown Sacramento. Yeah, so we are doing a hot honey chicken sandwich. It's got a habanero hot honey on it with our house-made flour blend that has its own spices. We have a house-made coleslaw. It has some has pickles on it, and it is topped with a house-made coleslaw. And yeah, it's on a brioche bun. chicken spots around town and do our own chicken throwdown so when we saw sack had the hot chicken throwdown hot chicken battle we we're gonna go try it out yeah you have to try them all in one spot exactly so i try as many as i could um but like i said the best was skips that was my favorite because they did chicken breasts I, i'm not the biggest chicken thigh fan as much as i like it on sandwiches but skips did the chicken breast the best that's interesting yeah we were talking about a lot of chefs went kind of like went for something unique to try to stand out and then it turned out there were less just straightforward hot chicken sandwiches than you'd think there were so but it was it was interesting in that way yes let's hear it my name's sam platz uh i gotta tell you i've enjoyed every sandwich i had here some of them went more on the the honey sweet side some were just like run of the mill there's nothing dissatisfying about any of them but there were two champions here who got robbed. I'm gonna tell you who it was. Number one choice. They were actually the hottest of the hot chickens and did, they took my mouth on a journey. It was a freaking roller coaster ride that was lasting seven minutes after I swallowed the last bite. Device Brewing. It's on, yeah, what's your name? Oh, hello, my name is Sarah, what's your name? Sarah, we are Max and Neil, we're the hosts of the Dine One Six podcast. Okay, nice. So you're wearing a Hot Chicken Battle t-shirt, are you just here experiencing it, or are you, uh... Well, you know, Max and Neil, I did volunteer today. Okay, got it. So I probably checked you guys in, honestly. Okay, I, I thought, I, I saw you here early, so I was yeah, pretty sure. I yeah. was here pretty yeah. early, I was working registration. Okay, so. have you tried every sandwich? I have not tried every sandwich. Um, I went to Nash and Tender. Okay. I did like that one. Bach was a good one. Mm -hmm. 
And one of them I didn't really like, so I didn't remember the name, but that's okay. Okay, that's all right. Just throw it out right away. Yeah. And what, what was your name? My name is Maeve. Maeve and Maeve, did you volunteer, volunteer as well? I also volunteered. I actually made her volunteer. Okay, yeah, she, she roped did. you in. I mean, I free did. chicken for registration. That's like, what I'm saying. That's not a bad deal. Not a bad deal at all. Actually, year, a, a grand deal. Yeah, Very so grand. Maeve, which, what have you tried? What have you liked uh, so far? I tried the, uh, which one? Nash and Tender. Nash and Tender. And the Bok Chicken. I'm not a big spicy person, though, so I, I more came it. for the beer. Okay. <laughs> I think a lot of people came for the beer. We're noticing more and more of that as it gets later. I didn't even know that it was here. a beer thing. <laughs> Me neither, actually. So if you had a voting token, where would you put it so far? You know, to be honest, I liked Nash and Tender the best. So. What? Why? Um, I, I'm not a pickle girly, and I noticed a lot of these places got a lot of pickles. I was just about to say that about you. I like that. However, I'm a huge pickle girly. Yeah. I love pickles. And so what was your favorite? All the pickles off of her sandwiches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's actually a smart way to go. I bet there's a lot of pickling out here. Some I good stuff. I eat chicken. She eats my pickles, you know. That's Yin a perfect yang, pairing. All the things. Absolutely. Uh, so what was your name? Julian. Julian. Julian, what was your favorite hot chicken sandwich? Ooh, I mean, there are just so many different ones. Most of them were like... There was one like it was very uh, spice based, so like mm -hmm. like cilantro kind of like the balance all the spices. I had like a sweet onion with a sweet pickle with a very spicy chicken. I'd probably have to say uh, either Jets was pretty good. I mean they use very nice chicken breasts. I mean all white. I mean the bun was probably the best part. They used just yeah. a classic Hawaiian roll, uh, nice coleslaw on it, but. Um, box was actually really good too just because the spiciness of it and like the crunch on the outside i mean it was juicy chicken which we all know and love just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no was, greg did a great jet, one jets was classic wasn't it jets was a honey dip one so theirs was that's the one was that yeah it was yeah, super was sweet which was good yeah. yeah they had the initial honey on and then it was a little spicy on the back end yeah yes, yeah that's what, yep. yeah that's nice we were talking it's interesting how many chefs went a sort of non-traditional route to stand out but then you ended up with only like four sort of straightforward Nashville or Buffalo style chicken sandwiches and then just a bunch of crazy variations which was cool for sure I mean I mean you just there's so many different ways to make a chicken sandwich and a lot of people showed that here which was the best part of it because you have so many flavor profiles that were presented and I mean the ice cream and the waters came in clutch for sure from how much chicken you're eating. <laughs> I was looking for some ice cream a few points because yes, I was getting yeah, a little bit spicy. Yeah. Nose running. Yeah. Yep. Those are good. Gotta earn it. Yeah, definitely. How Ooh. many did you try? I'm gonna say five or six. Okay. Okay. So good. Like, okay. It's a solid no. number. So we definitely got some strong takes from people out there live at the hot chicken battle. Especially as the night went on, people got a little bit more lubed up. Uh, people definitely had their opinions about which sandwich they liked best. But they were not the official judges. Although, actually, I take that back. Because there was a judges vote. There were several actual official judges for the hot chicken battle. They had these QR codes where you could scan and vote as well. So they also had a people's vote which, as you'll hear in a little bit, the results of what the judges thought, the professionals thought, and what the general population at the event thought didn't exactly line up. No, they did not. And I kind of appreciate that. The judges looked at the more technical side of the sandwich approach, whereas the people kind of, you know, went with their gut, literally and figuratively. Luckily for us, one of the judges, Benji Eagle, a food writer for the Sack B, joined us on the podcast and explained his process of judging. And we started with how the judges determined the criteria for their winning entries. I mean, the organizers just told us judges to vote for what we thought was best and you know there were some that were more traditional and some that were a little more outside the box um, i ended up voting i think for the more traditional ones but had there been one of the outside the box ones that really executed it well i would have been open to voting for that in my top three or even number one did the judges talk together at all was it collaborative at all or were you guys all on your own and just kind of submitted your your choices by yourselves how did that process work we were walking around and tasting at the different stands, just like, you know, any other customer of the event. We did talk a little bit as, you know, we kind of bumped into each other, 
But we really tried to not color each other's views. Uh, we were just, you know, talking about what kind of things we were looking for as far as mouthfeel, uh, crunch on, you know, different sandwiches. Not so much like, oh, you know, this is the best one I've had so far. Or, you know, this is the worst one or anything like that. We just run into each other a bit as we were walking around. But I ate all the sandwiches, I think, on my own or, you know, with people who weren't judges. So I was able to fairly evaluate them, I think, without worrying about what the other judges were thinking or doing. How much time did you take in between trying each sandwich? Was it hard to sort of differentiate over time, or did you take a few minutes, make notes, and sort of really make sure you kind of weren't weren't colored by the last sandwich and were trying to do each sandwich on its own? I tried to eat them as close to each other as my stomach would allow. And, (laughs) uh, you know, with with some breaks in between to just let the – the heat vanish out of my mouth or, you know, the flavor dissipate. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard enough to compare 12 different fried chicken sandwiches. How do you do it when you had one three hours ago and you know, sure. the other at the end of the event? So yeah, I think Patrick Mulvaney, they said he, he was there for like an hour and he knocked out all of his in the first <laughs> hour and then he got back to the restaurant because he worked today, which is fine. So yeah, I tried to move relatively quickly, enjoy the event, talk to people, grab a beer maybe to, you know, cleanse the palate a bit. But I tried to eat them all relatively quick. I was also worried about places running out of their hot chicken sandwiches, which definitely happened in the last hour or two of the event. Did you just did basically a quarter sandwich? Did you eat a few bites or the entire thing of each one, or did you go with the one sort of one one and a half bite approach? Yeah, Lorenzo Garcia, the one of the organizers of the event, he recommended to all the judges before we took off that we just have a bite or two and toss it in the trash. But I mean, you know, it's food waste and I don't know, I was pretty hungry at the event. So I ate pretty much all of pretty much every sandwich, I think. Um, And, you know, as you said, they were quarter sandwiches. And so um, I think near the end, I started running out of steam a little bit. And then I was maybe eating half the sandwich and tossing the last half. But no, I tried to eat the whole thing. Because um, sometimes, you know, the first bite, it hits you in a certain way, but, you know, it takes a couple more to get to, uh, say, an ingredient hiding in the back of the sandwich. Uh, or, you know, a, a different sort of uh, mouthfeel that you didn't pick up before. Uh, so, yeah, I tried to eat the whole thing when I could. Yeah, I pretty much ate all of all of them. I think, unlike the four sandwich, Neil, who's not here to defend himself today, you know, took a bite of one of them and threw it away. And I, I like, I, I turned around and saw him throw it away, and I audibly gasped and just, just looked at him like, "What? We're just getting started." Um, so you know. I will say that I, there was one or two that you know finished at the bottom of my rankings, and you know, I, I had enough of them, and maybe I had a bite or two more, and then I thought, you know, I'd better save my stomach space here. Right. You know, like I know this isn't going in the top, top three or four, so. Speaking of which, what were your top three? Because we know what the results were, but how did your top results end up? So I voted for Bach at number one. I thought their sandwich was really exceptional. Uh, they've added it to the menu, I think, immediately after the event, but it wasn't on there before. Nash and Tender was my number two. And then Sac City Brews surprised me. I thought theirs was really good. Uh, you know, I play softball in Tahoe Park, and I know them from post-game beers and pizza and stuff, but I didn't know they had a hot chicken sandwich if they do. I was pleasantly surprised because they're not really a chicken place the way that Bach and Nash and Tender are. So, yeah, I thought theirs was really good. Yeah, I thought theirs was really good, too. I ate theirs toward the end, and they, in particular, their pickles, I thought were really, the whole sandwich was good. The, the bun was good, the chicken was good, and their poor chef, Rebecca, was on, on a scooter. She broke her... She broke her ankle and tore all the ligaments in her ankle and was out there in a walking boot on one of those scooters cooking up fried chicken. So on top of being the only, I think the only female head chef out there, she was out there on one leg. So props to her for for getting out there. Um, So real quick, you sort of tended to just get swayed towards the more traditional Nashville or sort of Buffalo style hot chicken sandwich. Of the non-traditional ones, was there one that stood out to you, even though it didn't make your top three? Niger Boy Tacos, theirs was definitely different. Since Niger Cuisine closed, I think last year, we don't have any Nigerian food in Sacramento. They've been doing sort of a pop-up thing in Boulevard Park recently. But they had these 
with bean spread on theirs and, you know, different sort of spices than the, uh, the more straightforward hot chicken sandwiches. And even though they didn't make my top three, I appreciated them trying something different, doing something different and, you know, bringing new flavors to the sack dining set. Thanks again for the time. Have a good rest of the day. Cool. Sounds good. Thank you. My name is Eddie Torres. I'm at the Device Brewing on Rush River. This is the only location with a restaurant. So I did a, it's a brioche bun. I'm doing a pickled ginger coleslaw, basically. The chicken is marinated with a little bit of Szechuan peppercorns and some other spices. I dry brined that for about a day. Then I did a wet brine with the buttermilk and more spices. So the buttermilk is there as a tenderizer. The chili oil that I made, I basically crispy fried garlic. I reserved the oil and then I cooked all of my spices and other peppers in it. So I have Szechuan peppercorns, actual Szechuan peppers, red chili flakes, and a little bit of like onion powder. That's just sort of all mixed together. It's been kind of, it looks like a cauldron of chili oil. As I fry the chicken, it's just going to get a dunk through the cauldron and then it's going to hit the bun and it's going to go straight to everybody's mouth. Rebecca Campbell and I'm the chef and owner of Sac City Brews in Tahoe Park. The sandwich is a little spin off of a Nashville sandwich so it's got the hot sauce with the cayenne but it has a little bit of brown sugar and then a trio of chili powders. So we have ancho, New Mexico and then a paprika mixed in with that in the chili powder and then uh, it's just that like typical butter and a little bit of hot oil glaze on the crispy chicken. We do a buttermilk brine with a little cayenne and oregano and black pepper as well and then a comeback sauce just a nice mayo based (laughs) sauce butter lettuce red onions and some sweet and spicy pickles all on a toasted brioche bun. Are you using thighs or chicken breasts? Thighs, always thighs. Can't go wrong with dark meat. (laughs) So that last chef's talk you heard there was actually Rebecca from Sac City Brews, who we were talking about in the interview with Benji. She was out there on one leg with completely busted ankles. So once again, special shout out to her for getting out there for six hours on a hot Thursday afternoon and serving up delicious chicken sandwiches. But really interesting stuff from Benji there. You know, he mentioned he sort of went with the straightforward sandwiches were what really grabbed his attention. He enjoyed some of the different takes. But you can start to hear, as you've been listening to this podcast, all the different types of sandwiches that were there, whereas it was the Milanese style we referenced, which is the thin, pounded, flat patty that tends to be a little crispier. Jets did a sort of honey-dipped hot chicken sandwich. You had a lot of traditional sandwiches. You had a couple different Szechuan sandwiches. You just heard Pangea there that almost sort of numbed your mouth. And it was, I mean, what's amazing is to think for for Benji and Patrick Mulvaney and Misty and all the judges to really try to eat all 12 of these sandwiches, as you and I did. We tried all 12 sandwiches and really try to take notes and determine who was the best. It was a tall task. So it was really great to hear from Benji there on his process of how he went about it. The creativity was impressive on both sides, Was it whether it was the interpretation of a true traditional sandwich or going completely outside of the box. The winners here were us who got to eat it all. Let's just be perfectly honest. A hundred percent. I mean, that, like, yeah, the winners were anyone who paid the 75 bucks to get to come out and eat all the hot chicken you wanted. It was delicious, and I wish I could go back in time and do it again because it was, it was really, really good. But... Let's go ahead and get to the moment I know everyone's been waiting for, who isn't sure who won yet, and let's listen to the results first of the judges' winners live from the event of who won that, and then we'll follow that up with an interview we did after the event with that winner. Take it as you wish. Okay. All right, so for the judges' vote, we have a tie for third. A tie. It is between Skip's and Nash and Tinder. Look at that. In second, Hawks. Hawks. Look at, look at, oh my. And first place, 
according to the judges and their refined palates, it is Bach. Please come up and get your trophy. I'm Greg Desmangles. I'm the executive chef for uh, Urban Roots, Bach Chicken and Bar, and Pangea Beer Cafe. Our chicken sandwich is pretty simple, straightforward. Brine it with a mix of hot sauce, a lot of different spices. Our dredge, we got a mixture of flowers and starches, fried in peanut oil. And as far as the sandwich itself, brioche bun, herb, garlic mayo, slaw, house-made pickles. We got a spicy blend, so uh, we make natural, our natural oil in-house. We use spices, brown sugar, oil. We make our own chili oil in-house. We use that, and then we have a shake that goes over the top of it. What does it mean to you as a chef to win a Judge's Choice Award for an event like this? Um, it was... Honestly, it came in a in a very like me and Rob talked about it for a couple hours. Like after the event, we came back to the roost and everything. Uh, but uh, it means a lot. We've been going through quite a bit here at Bach, and so with turnover and new staff and new management and you know all that kind of stuff. And so, and we had just changed the sandwich. We like actually called the coordinator of the event to be like, "Hey, can you change the description on the sandwich because we're going to do something different." We changed the cure slightly. Um, we added some starches and took away a little bit of the flour, changed the salt level a little bit. And then the bun, because we were doing the sliced bread before, we switched it to a bun. And then we also uh, changed the spread. And so it was a nice vote of confidence to be recognized by our peers and know that we're like on the right track of improving and bringing something new to the space and you know to sack so it was a it was a nice boost of confidence especially after a very long ass week yeah i can only imagine now the slice bread is what you guys do at bach correct yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what that's what we usually do now we switch to the competition sandwich because that was kind of like part of the idea of that being like the coming out party for the new sandwich just because that's the most popular thing on our menu. And so us changing it, just it ended up being kind of serendipitous altogether to be able to present at the sandwich at the same time. We switched the menu the next week. So, yeah. That's awesome. It all worked out. So now, on uh, how was the event for you guys? Did you have any challenges you had to overcome the actual day of? Um, I mean, we came pretty prepared for the most part. We came pretty early, too. So we didn't have a whole lot of challenges. I mean, there definitely was some challenges with the events like that we've seen. And so like we ended up going and getting James. So James is the, the chef here at Bach now. We went and got his fryer so that Pangea could use it just because they had like they were supposed to get like 14 fryers. And I think they only got like seven fryers from the people. And so they had like tabletop fryers and it was a interesting situation for, uh, I think, a, a lot of people. We were pretty okay. We brought extra tables. We had plenty of hands and stuff. So, And we actually ended up bringing more chicken, too, just in case, because it just seemed like what for, I did the math on what they said they expected versus what we got. And so we only got about enough chicken to do half. So we brought some extra chicken just to have some kind of once everybody ran out and just to feed the people, so. So how many sandwiches do you think you ultimately made? I mean, so they gave us, it was somewhere between, it was about 210 thighs. So that would have been, that's about 210 sandwiches and we cut them in quarters. And so that gets us to about 840. And so that's less than half because they were expecting 1800. I don't know how many people actually showed up, but we probably did double that. Wow. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember walking by the booth and just seeing a mountain of glorious golden fried chicken. On, uh, <laughs> on an oven tray. I was like, oh, man, that's a beautiful sight. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Now, I think you mentioned it, but so this sandwich will be going in at Bach. Will you also be featuring it at Urban Roots? So we actually did last weekend for Juneteenth. We featured it at Urban Roots, but it's currently on the menu. We put it on the, we were going to wait till the next week, but since we won, we put it on the next day and we just verbaled it to the guests. But yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely on the menu. I mean, that's got to be the easiest verbal as a server. Like, hey, you want to have the best chicken sandwich in town? Try this. Right, right. <laughs> Point to the trophy and, you know. That's all you got to do. 
Have you had people coming in just knowing that you guys won just requesting a sandwich without even 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 being verbal by the server? Yeah, there was a quite a quite a few people that came in and requested the sandwich from the burger because there's people that had been in before we did the the hot chicken battle and then they came in after and they were like do you guys have the new sandwich on the menu so yeah we definitely got some traffic from the event and we just i it was about i mean we went up like the week after we went up about 30 percent in sales that's awesome i'm happy to hear that for you guys So that was the judge's choice winner, but that's only half of the battle here. We also had the people's choice winner. And so here is the results of the people's choice winner, as well as our interview with them afterwards. Let me first say this. Chicken, like not everybody can do it. And to make it hot and still flavorful, it, is, it takes a special type of chef. Many people have tried from Popeyes, to KFC, but none of them have really captured the essence as Skips. Skips has won the people's choice. Come up here and get the trophy. So my name is Frankie. I work with Skips Fish and Chicken. Uh, we have three locations in the Sacramento area. We started out in 2018 with our first location on Watt Avenue in the Arden area. We started out actually strictly just fish and chicken, southern style, Louisiana flavors, you know, baskets, fish, uh, you know, catfish, cod, we use like chicken wings and tenders. But, you know, as the market and industry and the trends going, uh, we had to bring in a chicken sandwich. But recently, I think maybe six months ago, after we opened up our second location out in Truxel, my father and I, we basically wanted to bring in a hot sandwich. Came up with the Nashville, you know, Skip's Nashville's chicken sandwich. Not trying to sound, you know, cocky or anything, but I think it's one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. And I, chicken sandwiches <laughs> is my forte. I've had them all. It's just something with our batter and with, our, with the Nashville oil just really makes it really different. We make our chicken fry mix. We make it in-house and it gets distributed to us from New Jersey. So it's just, it's our special brand. It has a lot of flavor. So before we even put any Nashville oil like that, it's, it's already has own flavor. And then once everything is fried and good to go, we have our Nashville oil that consists of, I think about 17, 18 spices from paprika to cayenne, all that good stuff. And then, on top, and then after that, after it's dipped in the hot oil, it's topped with more seasoning. And then at the bottom, we have the big crinkle pickles with some coleslaw on top of it. I mean, first and foremost, how did it feel to win the people's vote for best hot chicken sandwich? It felt great, honestly. It was it's something. I mean, before coming into this event, we told ourselves like we should have to win something because you know my dad's recipe for that chicken sandwich is really good, and we were getting feedback from other people coming like, oh yeah, this this one. You know, they were talking about either skips or box. It was just like we knew we knew it was between the both of us, like in the middle of the event. So we were excited to win the people's choice. It felt good. Have you seen an uptick in business since the event? We did. The first, de definitely, the first couple of days. I mean, our chicken sandwiches definitely went up, you know, by a lot. So, you know, I'm, I'm making flyers and I'm making like posters on for our locations, voted best chicken sandwich in, in Sacramento. So, you know, we really appreciate it to be part of this event. It was really great. You know, I'm, I'm happy for it. No, I mean that's a great thing, and that's a that's a bold statement that you can back up. So hopefully that does well for you guys. Um, on the day of the event, how was the event for you guys? Did you have any challenges that you had to overcome? Yeah, I mean it was because it was I guess because of their first annual battle. Um, there was a lot of mishaps. You know, we were we were waiting for our fryer for forever, and you know some some vendors didn't get the fryer, so we were, we were lucky enough to get a fryer. But everything was good. Our employees were a little bit late, but they came. They came through. Everything just kind of fell through. So it was, it was good. Toward the middle, toward the end, it was good. 
That's awesome. I'm really happy for you guys. And, I, and like like Max said, and I think you said as well, I, we were seated right outside the entrance and the exit. We heard your guys' name on everyone's lips as they were leaving. So we, ha- we definitely had a feeling you guys were going to do well. And so I just want to confirm. So this is the sandwich that is on the menu at the restaurant right now so we could come get it or anyone listening can come get it? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's our hot chicken sandwich. It's Nashville, um, it's Nashville chicken sandwich with a little bit of Louisiana touch. And we have our original chicken sandwich if, you know, if nobody wants to handle the heat. So we have both, both types of sandwiches for whoever wants because some people were asking just no hot sauce. I mean, we, we obliged for them, like whatever we give to them. Just, we want to definitely cater for both type of people that can handle spicy or cannot handle spicy. So. Yeah. Got to make people happy, but I don't know about showing up to a hot chicken battle and saying no hot sauce, please. <laughs> like, what did you pay $75 for? I give him a look. I'm like, uh, I guess. I'll just give me a minute. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he liked it, so. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Hey, that's all that matters, right? Hey, you got the vote. That, that's And it shows that even in a hot chicken battle, you're still winning the chicken sandwich. So that's a good thing for you guys. I just wanted to ask, you know, we were just remarking what it was like to be out at a big live event. I mean, there's been, you know, things have opened up certainly significantly over the last half year, but it was there was still something very... I don't think I've been to something so big where I didn't hear a single complaint. I mean, we talked to a lot of people, stood in a lot of lines, and everybody was just excited to be out there and excited for the event. So we were just curious what what it felt like for you to to get to be out there like that and to, you know, serve Sacramento and serve people and and be part of it. Oh, it felt great. I mean, it's, again, like you said, it's been forever since we did events like that. You know, before, before COVID hit, we had, you know, events lined up. You know, we had catering events, we had... We had some private events, and it's all obviously went downhill since COVID, whatever. So it, this is actually between this and the fly market we participated in, it felt great. It was good to be part of Sacramento show where we are. And we want, we want to show Sacramento that don't miss out on skips. Yeah, absolutely. So there you have it. You had Bach, who was kind of the big winner. They won the judges' vote, and they came in second place in the people's vote, along with Skips, who was right there with him, tied for third place in the judges' vote and first place for the people's vote. And I had predicted that when I was at the event standing in line for chicken sandwiches, I heard Skips on people's lips more than I heard anywhere else. So good for them. They're a new, growing chicken place in Sacramento. They've got a location out on Watt Avenue. They've got one in Natomas on Truxel, and I think they're opening a third here coming up soon. And Frankie also has agreed to come on the podcast, so we'll get to hear a longer episode with him here in the next month or so ahead of their new location opening and how he and his dad decided to go into business together and open a fried chicken and fried fish and chips place. Yeah, I believe their location is going to be opening up in South Sacramento, which I am very excited about, being that I live in South Sacramento. So I will always take a good fried chicken sandwich around the corner. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. And like we said, the event, we had such a good time out there. I mean, can you think of anything better than just being able to go out and eat chicken sandwiches? Like, it was absolutely amazing. And it was just fun to be at a big social outdoor event with beautiful weather. It was an absolute blast. And I can't wait till the next time we get to go out and do another live podcast. Once again, another huge shout out to Misty for putting that on. And thank you for all the, to all the competitors who graciously welcomed us and interviewed with us and helped us out to put this together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Dine One Six. You can find links to the restaurants of all the competitors in the show notes as well as a whole bunch of other links to Beers and Sack, to City of Refuge, which was the nonprofit that money was raised for in the hot chicken battle that Misty referenced, and many other things that were in this episode in those links in the show notes. If you like this episode, please like or follow the show. And if you've got time, take a minute and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps new people find the show. Send this to anyone you know who loves hot chicken, Let them hear the episode and let them know that we've got a whole lineup of new episodes set to come out here over the next few months. We'll be back on a weekly schedule, releasing episodes with chefs and restaurateurs, front of house people, producers, all sorts of different folks who are working in the food industry here in Sacramento. 
follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram. Both handles are at Dine16. You can also listen to episodes on YouTube, as well as anywhere you get your podcasts, including our website, which is Dine16.com. And if you have any questions or you have any suggestions for future shows or guests, reach out to me at max at Dine16.com. Our show is produced by the Hear Me Now studio in Sacramento, California. We're going to leave you on this episode with two final chef's talks, which are those snippets we've been playing with music of the chefs describing their sandwiches. There's two we haven't gotten to. The first one is Nash and Tender, who tied for third place in the judges' vote. And the last one we'll end the show on is Hawks, who just recently got Michelin recognition, which is pretty amazing for them and for Sacramento. But they also came in second place in the judges' vote for their hot chicken and third place in the people's vote. So enjoy these last two chef's talks, and until next time, eat something you love with someone you love. I'm John Sierra, and I uh, do marketing and media at National Center. And I am Jimmy Sierra. I'm CEO of the place and founder, so. Our sandwiches, you know, the basic, you know, coleslaw, sauce, pickle, and the chicken and the bun. I think we add a little land, Latin land way into our sandwich because mm-hmm. we're, we're from Mexico. We add uh, different type of spices from Mexico into our chicken. So I think that's our, the unique, our unique way of doing our chicken sandwich. So when we cook the chicken, we have the spice levels, country, mild, medium, hot, and extra hot. Country is nothing. It's plain chicken. Mild and above, we dip it into this hot base that we use certain, you know, Latin spices uh, that we grew up with. And then after that, we have the spices, medium, hot, extra hot. Those are all dry rub. So okay. those, you know, they contain your regular peppers, but like it's top secret, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, no, I feel uh, you. Yeah, yeah we sure. We sprinkle some of our heritage into that as well, yeah. On the marinade, on, on everything. Even the sauces have you know, a little touch of land culture in there, so. Yeah, so we used to actually make everything every day. Like if we were at home, um, we're at the point where I make the spices in bulk. Uh, so we have our coating. We have two mixes for the flour. We have the regular flour, and then we have our coating flour. Mm. So we bread the chicken first with flour, then we put it in the batter. It's your typical batter, nothing special. You know, flour, egg, buttermilk. A couple of spices in there. And um, from there, we put it into the special coating uh, to give it that extra flavor and that layer of the crispy chicken. And then we fry it. Hi, my name is Mike Fagnoni. I'm the chef owner of Hawks Restaurant in Granite Bay and Hawks Public House in East Sacramento. We're really excited to be doing this fried chicken battle. We're doing a hot chicken sandwich. We're using Calabrian chili, make it a little bit different. It's gonna be on a King's Hawaiian, nice buttery bun with dill pickles. It's gonna be pretty hot, a little bit of sweet on the back end, nice fresh crunch with the dill. And that's it, I think, uh, I hope we have a good chance of winning.